the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. I'm getting closer to my Call now. 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to Eye on Real Estate. I'm here with Jerry, our legal expert, and Ace, our financial expert. We were just talking um, with a representative from the... Uh, National Association of Realtors on the effects of this proposed uh, tax overhaul. And so we have uh, kind of decided we don't think it's good for homeowners. Ace just told me during the break that one of the reasons he bought his for tell him, Ace. Yeah, I mean, Daddy, you asked me in the, in the beginning of the show, you know, what, what was the reason why you started getting into real estate at such a young age? And, you know, when I was 26, I, you know, I was making uh, – okay money on on my w-2s but i really wanted to offset the taxes that i was spending and the reason why i got into real estate and home ownership was because of the mortgage interest deduction mm-hmm. so i think you know it's really going to deter people from really wanting to buy homes well not deter but the benefit of buying a home especially on the mortgage harder. side when i sit down with clients not only do we only talk about the payment but we also talk about the mortgage mortgage deduction that you would get as opposed to renting, and that figure is is quite substantial when you calculate it into your payments, and that's something that is unfortunate if they do take this away. You know, so I mean, Jerry, you sit down with clients all the time. I'm sure you work out the payments. Absolutely, and, and you, know. you know, and I feel bad because look, we we're there. We've all bought property, but people that are trying to buy property, God, this is just one more you know stumbling block, one more uh, thing that they've hurdle that they've got to get over now to buy and I just don't get it I really don't get it particularly mm-hmm. when as I said before the break you look at the things that were not touched and I wonder to myself <laughs> clearly those lobbies are well again a lot more you know money. what it's, without it's being outright. political I would because um, I can tell you in my own company you know when there's nowhere near the amount of people that there are that are voting for this you, there's nothing you could come up with that everyone is going to think is Absolutely. great. Yeah. Right. And you know, you're trying to kind of over overhaul the tax, but you've got to get the money from somewhere. And then there's people that saying, Hey, you know what, we're gonna go into the deficit too much, so you shouldn't do any of this. So, you know, I don't I, I you know, I think that it's kind of everybody's sitting back and uh I do think the corporations pay too much tax and I guess Trump's theory on that is that if you if you cut the corporate taxes uh, for businesses, including very small businesses, and by the way, most businesses 
are, are, are entrepreneurs who are very small. I mean, we're not talking about, you know, mm-hmm. obviously it would help big corporations, but we're talking about small, local little businesses, you know, ma-pa businesses. It would help them a lot and that they would, they'd be able to hire people. Again, I guess, when will we know? By the end of the year? <laughs> I don't know. I, I hope that they can. You know what? I hope this whole country, to me, gets me sad because politics, you know, we all have different opinions, and that's cool. But I just think that, like, everyone's got to take a deep breath and say, okay, we're not going to get everything we want in life because nobody does. Mm-hmm. And it's like a marriage. It's like uh, having kids. I mean, nobody gets like where you work. Nobody gets everything they want in life. But you sit back and you kind of try to compromise. Yeah, Dottie, I think that would be different if we saw that that uh, across the board, different groups were all sacrificing in order to do something that we all agreed was beneficial. Instead, certain groups are completely protected, like the carried interest deduction. Corporations are getting lower tax breaks. Most mom-and-pop businesses are passed through subchapter S or, um, or disregarded entities that aren't taxed separately anyway. There's no question it's going to accrue to larger corporations, and their effective tax rate worldwide is actually relatively low compared to the rest of the world because no one pays the full marginal tax rate to corporations. So, I mean, there's a lot more to it than that, and I just feel like why are they beating up on, on the middle class? I don't get it. Why are they, well, no, why are they punishing I, I think these... when you really and – and again, I, that's why I really – I'm going to try to get somebody who's in the tax field because I think what they're saying is you've got to look at the whole thing. Like because – you could take a piece of it, and I'm not, you know, and I haven't taken the time to really, really, really look at the whole entire tax proposal. But I guess you, what they're trying to say is you can't take pieces of it. You've got to look at it as a whole and then say, right. okay, I'm getting this, I'm losing that, mm-hmm. I'm getting this, but I, uh, my negative. Uh, but at the end of the day, if they take this away from me, but I'm still up because they, they gave me something else because I know they're giving the child care is going up. Um, you know, the child kids. So I really have to see. I think I'll try to get a guest who's a little bit more versed in taxes than we are. Um, but I do think you should express what you, you know, what you feel to your um, local politician. On a light a note, because I want to do a light note. Um, do you know that I would, like, I can't show them to you because we're on radio. But, um, Jerry, if I wanted your address because... Uh, you, I wanted you to meet Pepper, the empathetic was... robot who I might buy for you, okay? And he could be <laughs> your doorman, okay? And now, listen, Jerry, yeah. he's a lifelike robot, okay? And he Just steps out, so when somebody knocks to come to your apartment, mm-hmm. he steps out and he greets people, okay? Now, if he's in a store, he'll greet customers in the mall. He'll greet customers in a hotel, He'll help them check in when they're, you know, he'll he'll have a big smile. You know, you'll never have a grumpy person. Can he tell people to go away? Right. <laughs> and many places never dreamed possible before, like a doorman in a busy apartment building. There's no place that won't have him, Pepper. And what's different about Pepper, Jerry, is how yeah. he works with humans. Okay? Pepper is an empathetic, human-facing robot, making him ideal for retail accommodations, healthcare industries, doorman. Um, as a doorman, you know, and if you don't have a doorman, I think you do, but if you wanted a second one by your door, um, as a doorman, he will never forget a face. 
Mm-hmm. And he can take packages for you and store them. Okay, now, Pepper feels... <laughs> I want to program them differently. All right, listen, and Jerry, Pepper will feel very natural to interact with you. You, He will, you know, you know, like some sour... You know, some people are not really great. You know, you just don't bond with them. Mm-hmm. You will definitely bond with him. Mm-hmm. He's full of empathy. Pepper. Yes, I like that name. What's a silly name, though, Pepper? It's not a great name for a doorbell. Pepper. Oh, well, I'm just... And and he is very welcoming, and he's good with children. He's good with animals. Oh, that's the worst. Oh, and now he's good with children and visitors. Yeah, no, and I want he him to discourage people from coming. And he loves it when you stroke his head, <laughs> and he's always ready to dance. Now that's what they're coming up with: advanced uh-huh. image. It's basically advanced image recognition coding. Means Pepper can gouge someone's mood. All right. So he'll know when you're in a bad mood, all right? And uh, and he will adjust his response tell. appropriately. So if you're in a bad mood, maybe he'll, he'll be in a bad mood back. And sensor okay. in his fingers allow movement potentially for medical uses. I mean, what they're coming up, he's in high demand from funeral homes in Japan to convict services, okay? And, funeral homes? Yeah, well, he let, let me tell you something. What is he doing at funeral homes? Just like the cars that are going to be eventually no, not need a driver. I mean, they have them now. <laughs> yeah. And um, they're, you know, well, they God, have them. They're to done. Get, be the first one to buy that. They're God, done. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I you know, I would feel, you know, it would be strange for me to be in a car that had no driver. <laughs> I would get a little uh, nervous we'd at all, first. We'd all feel very good about it. <laughs> <laughs> they say it's going to um, be about 20 miles per hour, so. A lot of slow traffic. Twenty miles. Twenty miles. But it'll save a lot of lives. Yeah, it'll save. Oh, a lot they're going to reduce the the mayor's already got it down to twenty five. Next, it'll be you, you can't move. In well, then how can you drive there. anywhere? It will <laughs> oh, take you hours. It'll take you hours. Exactly. It was like I was in the Hamptons one time, and and I understand, but really, it was like ten miles it's per hour or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I don't hard think my car could go that slow. And I'm right. trying. If you don't even and press I'm on the trying. gas pedal, it goes fast. And all of a sudden, the cops yeah. stop me, and I'm like, listen, I don't think this car goes 10 miles an hour. So <laughs> right. He's like, well. Right. Okay. Even if you don't touch the gas, it goes fast. But here's what I need Pepper to do. I need him to stand in front of the house, and the people that ring my doorbell every Saturday morning at about 11, 10 a.m., you probably hear it on the radio, that are trying to recruit me into their religion, please tell them to <laughs> st- stop touching my Okay. Door. That's what I need Pepper but to do. I want, Stay that's away. That's why I want your address. So yeah, because I can use Because I think I you really could, could use Pepper. I but mean, he's not going to be welcoming children either. He's going to be saying, listen, take your kids away. No, I'm just kidding. I know. We love children. Oh, do you know um, what the... How much is he? Is he expensive? Well, listen, I have connections. <laughs> I just don't want to see, you know, I saw... Up, <laughs> if this I thing saw, shows up in my apartment next week, I'm I saw a Twilight you. Zone That's or something. That's why she wanted your address, Jerry. I saw a Twilight <laughs> Zone or something, and the robot became human. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the attack could kill the people. That's exactly what I was so thinking So that's the of. only thing I'm right. afraid of. I want to make sure that there's no kinks. Yeah. I don't want to be the right. first you one to get pepper. Him. Yeah, look, I want to right, make I won't sure. I will be able to take his battery pack out. Yeah. But I really think Daddy that what kids. we should, I'm going to get, but I want Pepper, like, I think the, the robot should look like you. Like, it should oh, be God. exactly what you look like. And this no, way, maybe like you me. could get away with a, no, I look like a Ace. You know, Anyhow, yeah. what they're doing and the technology is just unbelievable. I, I, will, yep. I understand you. I, I don't think you're going to need, uh, you're going to have social security cards eventually, uh, always, but you would need to know them. All your electronical devices will store them, 
And so when you're asked Social Security, you'll never have to repeat it outside of your mouth because your devices will know mm. them. Right. And eventually the passwords, which, you know, I always tell you, you know, maybe in a couple of weeks I'll do another excerpt on the worst pa passwords to have, which are like one, two, three, four, five, mm -hmm. or right. six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Or okay. passwords. <laughs> or your first or name. Or password, right. But in any event, you won't have to have them because uh, your devices will. Now, if you don't have devices, then I really don't know. Like, what if you don't yeah, have a, a device? Who doesn't have a device? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Don't There's got to be somebody. I rarely use passwords anymore, Daddy. I just use my f my uh, thumb as my... Uh, I, I use biometric? Yeah, biometric. Yeah, but sometimes my uh, finger... Like, I I try that, but it doesn't always work. Just like, so, just like with voice recognition, it doesn't like my voice. <laughs> Okay, I'll be in the car <laughs> and I'll say 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 something and it changes the radio, okay, or something. I, I just, you know, they don't always get what you're saying. I'm getting tired of Siri correct, uh, making my correct grammar incorrect. She's always trying to correct my text messages. And when I curse in a text message, I intend to curse. Right, Siri. She I don't want like you cursing. changing it to a non-curse word. She doesn't like cursing, okay? She doesn't. Treat her like a lady. She does a lot of a lot of ducking. And I told you, congratulations, Long Island. Long Island posted the highest number of sales in 15 years. I think I tweeted that somewhere. Wow. Um, yeah. The number of sales they closed in the area reached 8,528 deals, uh, which is higher than last year, but it was the highest in 15 years. And I think that's pretty... Fabulous. Now, obviously, the higher end of the market was the slowest. Uh, you know, and that's within, I'd say, most markets today. But congratulations, Long Island, on that. That's mm -hmm. great. Now, Ace, I have a question for you yes. and, and financing because I was thinking, and I think I told our listeners last week that we would talk about this today. Now, they usually say you need 20% down, and you're always telling us, you know, to buy a home, you don't need 20% down, but people still think 20% down. Okay, is that, that, that's obviously not true, correct? It's obviously not true, yes. So. Okay, so what, are the, what would you say are the pros and the cons of buying a home with a low down payment? And by the way, you're listening to Iron Real Estate. Um, yeah, that's a good question, Dottie. I think, you know, the pros in terms of putting less down and and the bank will still check to see if you if you have enough reserves, right? So it doesn't mean that you know you, you have no liquidity at all. Um, it just means that you're able to put a little bit less down than twenty percent. So you still have to show the ability that you have good credit and that you have reserves. But I guess the great part of putting less down is that you can actually use that extra additional cash as cash flow for something else. You know, so in case you wanted to invest in you know, um, in, a, in a business or, or you needed, you know, more more money to put down on buying another property. As long as, look, I, I always tell all of my clients and all of the, the people that come through the bank, as long as we do it responsibly and we work out the payments and you're in a, a, a good spot in terms of payment, and, you know, putting less down is not a bad situation. It, you just have to do it responsibly. Right. Well, I kind of looked up, you know, I mean, I kind of looked up what people think of pros and cons. And again, you can put as little as 3.5%, and you should know this. Whether you do that or not, whether you think that's wise or not, um, but you can. And one of the pros is if you put 20% down, um, 
you, you're going to be making monthly payments, right? And whether you're paying rent or you're buying. And the difference in who sees the benefit, well, if you, just, if you decide to wait at, on buying, and keep in mind that a substantial portion of your income will need to go towards rent payments. So in a way, this may slow down the progress towards your savings goals. And so in a way, if you can get into the game with less money because you don't have it, and even if it's not exactly what you love, I tell people, Buy the small, then buy a, a fixer-upper, buy a small house, look in an area, and by the way, look in an area that you find the other homes are probably bigger, yeah. uh, because, and you know, I told you, my f first house was like four rooms. It was so tiny, it was disgusting, and my friends laughed at me because their apartments were nicer. But my father was a big real estate buff, and, 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 and he believed in it, and so although, my friends had nicer apartments. I mean, this was so s tiny that if you leaned in the kitchen table, you hit the refrigerator. It was so <laughs> tiny. But I made money on it, and that's how I started. Um, and you got started. That's the yeah, thing you started. Yeah, and so you, you've kind of got to get started. Yeah. And I think I'll, I think sometimes the millennials, there were some people, I don't want to pick on the millennials, and they don't want to be called millennials, by the way. So, nope, Ace, nope. if you're not calling the millennials, then what do I call them? Annoying young people. <laughs> you guys are n not nice. <laughs> um, I would say just young professionals, you know? Okay, you so know, young, uh, professionals. young professionals. I'm going to call them millennials. <laughs> Jerry, I'm just going to continue to call them millennials. But, but, Dottie, you know what? My advice may change if rates were at 6%, 7%, right? So mm -hmm. the reason why I say, you know, now is the time to put less down is because it's free money. It is. You're getting three and a half percent on a thirty-year fix. There will no, there will never be rates, uh, you know, as low as as now in our probably in our lifetime. I, I would say, right? So I would say, you know, right now my advice would be put as less down. If you have credit cards, if you have other debt that's at thirteen, fourteen percent, use that extra cash flow to pay that off. And That's take advantage smart. of the low rates. Now, That's would why. you? Okay, so and then, like, okay, so would you eventually pay it off? Pay it or no? Yeah, and and look, if you have additional um, cash flow later on, you know, there's always the ability to put additional towards your principal. So, although you start the mortgage by putting as less down as possible, so that you're you're balancing your cash flow. Once you have more, then you can always put more more towards your principal. So, that's always the best rule of thumb. Okay, so so that so you think it's a so you think it's a it's a, a positive. It depending on the time. Depending on the time, depending on your situation. Again, you know, obviously, if you're not one to be as responsible, putting more down is always better. Now let's talk about interest rate. Wouldn't the interest rate be a little higher if you were putting less down? No, not necessarily. No. So. You know, so that's another. That's a cliffhanger, so stay tuned. Yeah, we have a break. So we're going to find, you know, I thought if you put the less down, the bank is taking no. a bigger risk. So I thought it would be harder to get that low rate. But that's not necessarily that's not true. That's not necessarily true. Oh, and we're going to be back. We're going to answer that question. And we have Dan Sater on. The, our credit coach is on. And he's going to tell us how the tax plan affects credit. We'll be right back after our break. You're listening to Ion Real Estate. 
This afternoon, Syracuse is back in the Dome to host Wake Forest on Military Appreciation Day. Hi, I'm Matt Park. Join us for Orange Pregame at 2, kickoff at 3, on New York's radio home for Syracuse University football. AM 970, The Answer. Are you looking for a radio show that gives you straight talk, common sense, and the facts? Are you looking for a media outlet which offers all points of view? If the answer is yes, then listen to the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 8.30 right here on AM 970, The Answer. The Cats Roundtable is hosted by John Katsimatidis, a successful businessman who came to this country as an immigrant and built a multi-billion dollar business empire. He's met presidents, world leaders, governors, mayors, congressmen, state legislators, and you'll hear them all on the Cats Roundtable. Republicans, Democrats, independents, conservatives, liberals, and everything else you can imagine. You won't just hear their take on the news. You'll hear them make the news. Whether it's local, national news, or international news, you can read about it in the newspaper on Monday. But hear it first on the Cats Roundtable, Sunday mornings at 8.30, right after Murano in the morning, only on AM 970, The Answer. All right, here's the great selling point of Relief Factor. Well, actually, the greatest selling point is that it works for the great majority of people who use it. But the big selling factor is really this. You can get all the pain relief benefits of Relief Factor without the negative side effects of ibuprofen. A couple of years ago, with uh, great sciatic pain, I would take ibuprofen a lot. And it helped, but the side effects were so awful after a while that I... I just had to discontinue use, but that's not the problem with relief factor. So that's huge. So if you've been using any form of ibuprofen, now you don't have to with relief factor. Go to relieffactor.com, check out the pricing, and please give it a try because pain is pretty awful. Or call 800-500-8384. That's relieffactor.com. Check out the Groupon app where you can save up to infinity, theoretically speaking. Actually, you can save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Suppose you saved $10 on tacos and took that $10 and used it to get more great restaurant deals on Groupon, like Italian or Chinese. Pretty soon, you could save a ton. Brunch? Check Groupon. Dinner plans? Check Groupon. Hungry? Use the top-rated Groupon app to save up to $100 a week on what you do every day. Download the app and save. Groupon. Introducing Sunday Night Sports Talk, Sundays at 10 on AM 970, The Answer, with legendary sportscaster and the voice of Notre Dame football, Don Cricky and his son, Galen Cricky. They'll be talking sports live with you on AM 970, The Answer. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. You're listening to I on Real Estate. That's 866-970-9622. I haven't heard from too many of you today. Maybe because it's so nice out. Uh, I have Dan Cedar, our credit coach. Before he, I put him on, I just want to clear up we uh, left the before the commercial break with a question to ace and i said well if you put less money down will your interest rate be higher because the bank is taking a bigger risk yeah Answer. that's that's a misconception um, where you feel as if rates would be higher but it's not actually the better your credit which dan Sater is about to come on to the show the better your credit the lower your interest rate but 
it really isn't dependent upon how much you put down. Whether you put 10% down or 20% down, your rate will still be the same. So um, definitely take advantage of the market today. That's, that's What's all the I rates now? Right now, the rates at a 30-year fixed rate conforming, which is conventional, anything 417000 and lower, it's 3.73%. And a jumbo 30-year, believe it or not, is still hovering right around 4%. So Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Get it now. Now, and if you get, I guess if you buy now, if they do change that tax law, you'll if you close in time. I, mean, I wonder when it when I'm it not, counts from. I, Jerry, yeah. I wonder when it counts from the day. Wait, that no, when does it take into effect, it, Jerry? The the current law uh, that is on the books was the date that they announced the law. So be careful before you buy. Make sure you check with your tax advisor. Will it stay that way? I doubt it. I don't think any of this in its current form is going to is going to pass. There's too many people. I don't either. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, if I have a crystal ball and I give you my read on it, and that doesn't mean you shouldn't do your part in voicing whatever your opinion is. Rest, and that, yes. Okay? But I don't think so either. I yeah, just I think, think it's, it's uh, too yeah. – it, it affects too many people. But I, I think it will change. I think – I'm just hoping they get something done. And aren't you, I mean, honestly, aren't you surprised that – and this is not political at all. I just am shocked that this is a, this is a real estate president. I just thought – that would be sacrosanct. You know, I'm surprised. Well, he has that. reasons. And I have to tell you, I'm going to try before the next show because I like to point at both sides. And I really, I, you know, I've listened to it and I just came back from Chicago. So I, you know, not for that, but I was there with the NAR. And so I, I think I'd like to see what the justification is for that so that I could present both arguments because um, that's probably the best way to do it and I don't have another argument for it. I know that uh, in a general in a general way he's saying, you know, if we give the corporations money, you know, pay they pay less taxes, then we we're not competitive and we will obviously as businesses do well, they expand, they grow, they hire more people. Okay? I don't know. But well, but I I don't know um I don't know. You know, the taxes, again, the taxes are only certain states because some states, the taxes really are not a big deal. Yeah. Like they're going to yeah. affect us in the, northeast. in the Northeast. In other states, you know, where they probably could care less about that. I guess, I guess, Donnie, to your point, on a macro level, if the corporations are getting a reduction in taxes, I guess it correlates to more jobs. Well, um, you have to look you know? at what's happening with the job market. Although the numbers are up, the pay isn't. The pay isn't, yeah. Okay, so it's, we're happy to have jobs because we don't want everybody on unemployment, and that's only, you know, for a certain amount of time. But the jobs are low-paying jobs for most. I mean, they, they really haven't had – so I, I – you know, so they're trying to get it up. I think I, I think if I can find a guest that can kind of give us the pros and cons, not one side, both sides mm – -hmm. Um, it would be better. So this way, then anybody can hear both sides and then make their own opinion because that's how I think life should be. You should hear both sides, and it shouldn't be biased. It should be, here's this side, here's that side, here's the pros, here's the cons, here's the pros, and here's the cons because there's nothing in the world that's all positive or negative. There's always a give and take, and that's if I can get somebody on the show next week, I will. In the meantime, I have Dan Sater on. Hi, Dan. Hi. How you doing today? Yeah, I'm good. We were just kind of debating the whole tax situation, uh, you know, and you know, again, looking at, you know, how it impacts people, and you know, again, as I said, with the taxes, 
I probably in certain states won't make a difference. It will in the Northeast where taxes are high. Uh, and the West Coast, too. Yeah, some of the West yeah. Coast, yeah. So we'll see how that all rolls out. What's your read? Now, you, what, what, is your, what is your read on everything going on? <laughs> Anything affects credit? You got 14 hours? We can. Um, <laughs> actually, well, we, first of all, we don't have a tax plan yet because they're still hashing it out uh, between Congress and the, the Senate. But basically, I don't see anything in there that's really going to affect, um, you know, credit, uh, credit wise, it will affect anybody because um, there's nothing in there that, will, that, that has an impact on it and, unless people stop paying their bills. So, uh, so that's uh, a good thing. Yeah. Uh, well, not that they stop paying their bills. No, no, <laughs> no, no. But I'm just saying, there's nothing negative that will affect somebody getting credit. Credit. Yeah, yeah. That that won't have any effect on it because the the credit scoring model is basically a measurement of your risk. Uh, matter of fact, I just got back from Orlando, Florida, last week, where um, I went to. Um, a four-day boot camp that I had to give two presentations to at the airport Hyatt Regency. Uh, one of the things that people don't know about FICO and how disputes are really handled uh, through the credit bureaus. And so did you learn something different? Or new? Well, I'm the one who gave the, the two talks, so I hope other people learned something <laughs> uh, that they didn't know before. Uh, there, there was a lot of new content that I think a lot of credit repair companies didn't know. Um, you know, go, going on, on the FICO, uh, you know, most people don't know that the FICO scoring model is based on the use of scorecards. Uh, these help um, give a more predictability to people's risk. Basically, um, when you uh, pull a credit report and you pull ask for a credit score, the first thing that happens is the entire credit report is scanned and you're dropped into one of ten categories called scorecards. Uh, FICO likes to call it a homogeneous group, which really doesn't mean much to most people. But basically what it is, is you're being compared to people who have a similar credit profile that you have. In other words, if you have a bankruptcy, you're not compared to a person who has a 20-year perfect credit history. You're compared to people that have bankruptcies and severe derogatory uh, notations on their credit report. And then each one of these scorecards actually is a scoring model in its own. So you're not really scored by the entire scoring model. You're scored by a segment of the scoring model. And one of the things that people always talk about is the score range. And I think most people know today that the score range is 300 to 850, right? Right. No. Actually, it isn't. Uh, Each scorecard has its own scoring range. Uh, For example, uh, Experian, if you're talking about somebody who's in that severe derogatory where they have a bankruptcy or something like that, the score range goes from 320 to 844. But on Equifax, it goes from 339 to 818. And TransUnion goes from 309 to 839. And the reason that the score ranges are different in each bureau is that when FICO comes in to update the scoring models, they only look at that credit bureau's data over the last couple of years, and they redo the entire scoring model, not the 
the out, outward structure of it, but the predictability of it, they rescore, and they find that it comes out with different scoring ranges. And then when you apply for something like an automobile or a credit card, they have what they call an industry-specific scorecard. And those range, range from 250 points up to 900 points. Wow. So this kind of shocks a lot of people because they didn't know that every time they have to update something at the, the credit bureaus, it's done for each individual bureau. It's not done collectively for all three. I didn't know that. You know what I did? I did. I was at some seminar or something. Oh, when I was in Chicago, and they had somebody from the FBI uh, talking, and he asked if. Uh, oh, he told us that that whole mess where they stole all the data, and they, I forgot how many millions of people. Like they said, it was more than they told you. Well, they said those people weren't going to be using that credit for like six, like they weren't going to be using your information for about three years. So don't expect to look at it happening now. Yeah, well, this is a gift that keeps on giving because, oh. first of all, the good news is that nobody that hacked this can utilize that information. It was originally $143 million, and I actually there was a second hacked. Yeah, <laughs> so the number's a lot higher. It's a lot higher, right? Yeah, but, but the bottom line is they can't get to everybody to try to do something with that data. But what it does mean is when they have basic information about you, your name, your address, your date of birth, that doesn't change, your Social Security number, um, your employment, um, they have this that they can use next year and the year after and the year after and the year after. Well, so he just, was suggesting that you don't put your date of birth on any social media. I mean, he was like saying you don't put the college that you graduated the year because they could go. I mean, he was just saying all the stuff, and I was like, well, okay, but then – you know, they seem to want to put your date of birth on everything, but he's like, all the hackers need your date of birth, uh, where you were born, I think he said, where you were born. And he just said that they, that they wouldn't use that information now, that they would use it probably in three or four years. Yeah, we, and, and the theory on that is because today everybody's um, thinking about it. And they're looking at their credit reports, and they're checking up on things. Right. But you get into this thing of complacency as two, three years go by. You don't start thinking about it anymore. We have a break. We'll be right back. Maria, stay on the line. I'll answer your question right after a short commercial break. For our Ask the Lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors & Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills, and estate planning, and more. Yes, it's all free and all close to you. So come to Connors & Sullivan's free seminars. On Monday, November 27th at Connolly's Corner, 71-17 Grand Avenue in Massbeth, Queens at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m. At the Adria, 221-17 Northern Boulevard on Wednesday, November 29th at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. And on Thursday, November 30th at Lenny's 
Lambar, 161-03, Cross Bay Boulevard in Howard Beach, Queens at 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. Connors & Sullivan, plan now for later. This is a court-ordered notice. Current and former Honda and Nissan owners or lessees can receive payments and other benefits from a legal settlement related to allegedly defective Takata airbags in their vehicles. To see if your vehicle is included and to file a claim, go to AutoAirbagSettlement.com or call 1-888-735-5596. That's AutoAirbagSettlement.com or 1-888-735-5596. Finding the right holiday gift can be so stressful unless you're giving impressive, personalized, and unique gifts to your family, friends, and clients from Pompeii Gift Baskets, a family-owned business in New Jersey with a history of inspiring joy with delicious foods and drinks. Pompeii Gift Baskets specialize in providing a wide array of customizable gift baskets featuring luxury wines, champagnes, beer, coffee, tea, decadent snacks, chocolate truffles, cookies, and more. Wine and liquor bottles can even be engraved with a special message, photo, or logo. Basket themes are personalized and can range anywhere from elegant and chic to masculine or sports themed go to pompeygiftbaskets.com to create your custom order or call daniela she'll work within any budget to get your gift just right down to including kosher options if needed delivery is available throughout the u.s from single baskets or bottles to large corporate orders to create your custom gift call pompey gift baskets at 888-272-0220 that's 888-272-0220 or visit pompeygiftbaskets.com that's pompey p-o-m-p-e-i giftbaskets.com This is Greg Floyd, president of Teamsters Local 237. Join me for Reaching Out. We'll talk about the issues that matter the most to working families, union members, and everyone who cares about the future. On the next Reaching Out, Greg speaks with Daily News investigative reporter Greg B. Smith about his recent article exposing how a New York City developer allegedly paid Mayor de Blasio to stop from being issued citations for illegal hotel activity. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd at a special time, Saturday night at 7.30 on AM 970, The answer it's i on real estate got a question call 866-970-9622 here's douglas elements ceo dotty herman uh we're we're on the air with our credit coach and our credit expert dan sater uh talking about credit if you have any credit credit questions but i have maria thank you for being patient maria Maria from New York City, good morning or good afternoon. It's probably almost good afternoon now. <laughs> yes, uh, good afternoon. Uh, yes, thank you for taking my call. I'm a new listener, and I love your program. Thank you. I'm learning so much. So this morning, you know, like thinking about the interest rate uh, for home ownership now, uh, 3.73, something like that. Um, right. mm-hmm. I do have a two-family Um I still owe 182,000 and I did a refinance in 2009. I wasn't sh- I mean I thought I was doing the best thing but now I realize you know my interest went from 7 to 5.5.750%. So now my interest is 
5.750%, but I do have at least like 20 years to go. So I do have a lot of equity, and I would like to know what is your advice for people like me in this situation to pay my my balance because I I don't want to make any other move and then later on say, oh, I made a mistake. Um, you know, should I just pay to the principal or should I just, refinance again the refinance that i did was the, the harp so the, the home affordable okay so i don't want to make another move i would like your advice definitely maria so this is ace um how many years do you have left you said 20 years at least about yes about 20 yes so what i would recommend is let's not let's not work backwards let's move forwards right so what that means yes. is let's explore the 15-year option and because your current rate is at 5.75 and you owe about 182000 what we can do is we can calculate the payment on 182000 on a 15-year rate of 3.10%. And if your mm -hmm. payment is the same or lower, let's say it's the same, then you've already reduced five years off of your mortgage, so you're actually paying it off faster, right? And if it's lower, then it's a no-brainer. But we should definitely look at the different options, make sure that the payments work out so that you're paying either the same or less, and then we can make a decision from there. But you're right. We should never, you know, go backwards. We should always move forward. So I would say, right. you know, give me a call on mo on Monday or you can give me a call after the show and I'll work on okay. your um, your tra your transaction. You want we'll to give me your number? Yeah, I'll give you my number. Um, you know what? Last, okay. last time I gave, I gave my number on the air and I got a tremendous amount of uh, <laughs> text messages and calls from strangers. So I'm going to give you my email address, okay? It's ace.w. Slow down. Ace.w at, okay. at citizensbank.com. We'll spell it. Citizen. Citizens Bank. C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-S-B-A-N-K. -I -I -E well, what's the first, the first uh, word again? Yeah, Ace? Ace, like the Ace of Spades. A-C-E. 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 Dot. Okay. W. At citizensbank.com. At the at sign. Citizens. At. Okay. Citizens. C-I-T-I-Z-E-N-S-B-A-N-K. Okay. No space. Dot com. Dot com. Okay. Yes. And for some reason, if it's wrong, call us back next week. Exactly. If it's wrong, just talk to the producer and he'll give you the right one. So. All right, Good Maria, luck. but I think I think that option is going to save you a lot of money. I think it's going to really, if not save you a lot of money monthly, reduce <laughs> the amount of, of years you have to pay that mortgage. Definitely. So it was smart that you called. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Maria. At least you'll weigh out your option. Yep. Okay. Um, Dan, we're going back to Dan, so we just had a quick question. So credit remains the same, and... Uh, do you think there's anything we can do to protect our credit? Like, should we, is there anything we should be doing besides for checking all the time? Well, the biggest thing that people should do is always be vigilant about their credit. Uh, they should pull their credit, I would recommend, at least once every six months uh, this way. And when you pull it yourself, it's not a hard inquiry. So there's no penalty to your credit score by you pulling your credit. 
Uh, it's only when you make an inquiry to a lender that it will be considered a hard inquiry. So you can pull your, your credit as often as you want uh, to check it, but always pay attention to every account that's on there, if you recognize it or you don't recognize it, because it, it can be anything from identity theft or it could be even as simple as a mixed file where you have somebody else's information. But you want to keep correct information on your credit report uh, because that will uh, assure that you will get the best rates um, on everything that you ever apply for. And once you uh, check that, you also have to start checking every um, a statement that comes in on your credit cards and everything else where you can take a look at them and make sure that you made those individual charges that are on there. Uh, we all kind of get lackadaisical when it comes to that and say, yeah, I know what I did and I'm going to be paying this amount. Or you have it set up on automatic bill pay and um, you don't really pay much attention to it. Uh, because of this data breach, it really does pay to check it. Uh, one of the things that people have recommended is putting a credit freeze on your credit report, and that protects you only from people that are applying for new credit in your name. So that will help you, but it's an inconvenience because every time you want to apply for any credit for yourself, you've got to unfreeze it for a period of time. Uh, it doesn't protect you, though, from people going into your existing accounts. So it pays to, you know, uh, check your credit report, check your statements, and um, be very careful about how you give out your credit information. That's very good, very good advice. We want to thank you for that. And, uh, Dan, if they want to get to you, because really, especially if you're applying for a mortgage or you have any if you if you might have paid bills late or maybe you or just sometimes there's actual mistakes where they mm -hmm. just make mistakes you could get Dan as a credit guy at yahoo.com that's right credit guy at credit yahoo.com guy at yahoo.com and, and Dan, we're very proud of you because you previously had the world's worst most unheard <laughs> of email that was just impossible you to hey. now you've got this really easy email that everybody remember look at that marketing huh? it's, it, yeah, it's a and, test of uh, how well you remember no, Ace, I perseverance you do the same yeah. thing yes <laughs> i'm changing mine i mean i'm going to change all of the things they're too complicated even the stuff so in the beginning of the year you'll see we'll come up with new what new... what's wrong with ace.w it's better than his last name it's well no the <laughs> 12 minutes to write that. i mean you know i mean it's too long well, he can't change Citizens Bank. I mean, well, we can just make it go to someplace else, and then he can retrieve that. <laughs> I think he's under regulatory <laughs> constrictions on that. But I, anyway, I have to. I, I have to say though, I did invite Dan to speak in front of our team at Citizens Bank, and Dan is just the man. So if you have any, credit, I second that. You, you have, make yeah. you make credit so interesting. He does. And he really does. I learn something new every time I hear yeah. you. I really, really. Really big admirer. Of so that. thank you, Dan, for all so the So when the bank takes Dan to train all of the bank people on credit and what to do and when to call. Uh, what does that tell you? And that yeah. tells you that yeah. someone's great. And by the way, yeah. it can save you. Th it, first of all, it can help you get a mortgage when you might not. But it right. could save you thousands and thousands. And it's not only on a house. It affects your car payments if you're buying a car. It affects Renting everything Renting a car, in life. Yeah, insurance, everything. Right? So, Who you date, right, Dottie? I mean, it was one of those <laughs> dating services there about the credit score you had. 
Yeah. Right. So yeah. I have credit guy <laughs> at yahoo.com, right? Yes. And by the way, anybody that uh, has some concern about their credit, I give a free consultation to review their credit report with them. So if anybody is interested and they want to send me a copy of their credit report, I can go over it and explain where some of the uh, problems may be with the credit. That's a great offer. Great. Thank you. Thank you so much. And, thanks, uh, Dan. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks, Dan. Yeah. Oh, That's I just great. got an email saying thank you, that it was a great show and that they were really listening to it. It was so informative to hear Good. about the tax laws and stuff of that nature. And, again, I, I said by the time they really get done, it'll be different than we're telling you yeah, it is. Well, so, and also they're not getting a whole lot done anyway. So, right. but, but we do need to speak up. Everybody, I mean, I hate to say it, but the good news is nothing's getting done. So we have to, so, but, you know. Well, this this tax proposal, I think, is just fundamentally not a good idea for our economy. Uh, I'm not just saying it from a personal point of view. I just think it's bad for the no, economy. No, we try to not be partisan. So, uh, no, it's yeah. not political. It's just, it's it's just economically. I don't think it's going to be By good. By the way, I just wanted you to know the CNN uh, came out with uh, that Hong Kong, for the ninth year in a row, Hong Kong has held onto its crown as the planet's most visited city. Really? Yeah, really and that. I would not. I don't know. I would have not guessed that. I didn't. I would not have guessed that either. I would okay, have guessed Hong like London Kong or something. pulled in 26 million visitors, and this is from CNN. In the previous year, a number predicted to swell to 44 million by 2025. Wow. Wow. I've never been to Hong Kong. Yeah, neither have I. Victoria's now listen hey, to been this. There, right? I've been there You're once. not going to guess number yeah. two. Number two, New York. No, I'm, I'm not even talking. Or, or no. Bangkok. Bangkok? Yeah, and number three was London. London. Bangkok yes. is the number two most visited city <laughs> in the world? Yes. I really. And then London. And then, of course, in, 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 in the U.S., the, you know, in the European cities, well, New York was uh, number one. That's it. Mm-hmm. Bangkok. I'm shocked at that. And a lot Have of a the European l- cities, because of the terrorism stuff, has, has gone down. Mm. Daddy, congratulations on the UN speech. Yes. Oh, Friday. thank you, and I miss so you. I miss you. you. I miss you. We miss you guys too. All right, care. bye. Have a great week, bye. everyone. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.